Hi friends, my name is Amanda Morris. I am a mother, a wife, tattoo artist, and a business owner. I am also a lover of all things paranormal, unexplained, supernatural, and true crime. So I decided to start a podcast to tell you all some of the most horrifying and unbelievable true stories. Today we are going to jump right in and we are going to be discussing the exorcism of Anna Eklund. Anna's case is one of the most documented exorcisms in history and arguably America's most well-known case of exorcism. Although it was extremely well-documented, it is an older case taking place in the late 1800s and into the early 1900s. There have been books written on Anna's case, one of these books being titled Begone Satan, and this book was actually used in the U.S. to teach priests about demonic possession. Anna was born in Marathon, Wisconsin on March 23, 1882. Anna grew up around the Catholic religion and she really loved God and actually really enjoyed going to church. I couldn't find much about Anna during her earlier years of childhood, but we do know that Anna's father, Jacob, was not a good guy. Aside from what was happening inside of their home, others in the town did take notice of Jacob's behavior and his drinking habits, and he was actually known as the town drunk, and he just didn't have the best reputation. And we will dive further into Jacob later. So around the age of 14, Anna began acting strangely. She would become sick upon entering churches, and some witnesses say that Anna would actually vomit after taking the communion. For those who may not know, communion is a time of worship where followers of Christ will consume a piece of bread or and a sip of wine or juice, and that is meant to represent the body and blood of Jesus' final times of sacrifice on the cross. So yeah, Anna would physically get ill upon taking the communion. Anna also began making inappropriate and sexual comments, and some sources say she began actually participating in sexual acts, and from my understanding, this was very out of character for Anna. Anna also began acting violent when confronted with religious objects such as holy water, rosaries, the Bible, crosses. Some people say that Anna would actually... If the objects touched her skin, they would actually burn her skin. Eventually, it got to the point where Anna physically could not attend church. At this point, Anna's mother reached out to the Catholic Church for help, and Anna was put under the care of Father Theophilus Reisinger. We are going to call him Father Reisinger for the rest of the story. Father Reisinger was an expert in exorcism, and immediately upon seeing Anna, he knew that she was possessed. But to confirm what Father Reisinger already knew, he did want to perform one final test where he sprayed Anna with holy water and non-holy water to see if she could tell the difference. And as she previously had, she became very violent and angry when she was sprayed with the holy water. However, when she was sprayed with the regular water, Anna did not react. In June of 1912, Father Reisinger performed Anna's first exorcism. At this point, Anna is now 30 years old. The exorcism seemed to be successful, 
But soon after, Anna claimed she was being tormented by her Aunt Mina and her father, Jacob, who are both deceased at this point. It was rumored that Jacob and Mina were having an affair. I couldn't find a ton of information about what side of the family Anna's Aunt Mina was on. I did find one source that said Mina was Anna's mother's sister. So supposedly Anna's father had tried making sexual advances towards Anna and she rejected. And that is the sole reason he and Mina decided to curse Anna. Anna's Aunt Mina was known as being the town witch, and she was suspected of being involved in black magic. So it's not entirely insane to believe that Aunt Mina was capable of putting such a curse on Anna. Now, Anna is reaching out to Father Reisinger once again, and Father Reisinger agrees to do another exorcism on Anna, but for some reason, he wanted to do the exorcism in private this time. So he reaches out to a priest named Joseph Steiger, and Father Steiger agrees to performing the exorcism at his parish in Erling, Iowa. So on August 18th, 1928, the first session of Anna's second exorcism began. The exorcism consisted of Anna, both Father Reisinger and Father Steiger, at least two nuns. Some sources said that there were up to six nuns there, and there was also a housekeeper present. During this session of the exorcism, It's said by the witnesses that were there that Anna dislodged herself from the bed in which she was very restrained, and she floated into the air and landed above the door where she began making animal noises and howling. It was also said that upon arriving at the parish, Anna could tell which food had been blessed by the nuns, and she just wouldn't eat it. Anna also apparently knew a lot of the sins of some of the nuns, and these were things that nobody would have ever known. Due to refusing to eat, she did become extremely emaciated. And with that being said, it was also said that sometimes Anna's body became so heavy that the iron bars under her mattress would bend so badly that they would touch the floor. It was also said that Anna's body would swell so bad it looked like she was going to explode. During Anna's possession, she was said to have always had a a really awful odor to her, and she was always vomiting substances that didn't look normal. Some people said the vomit looked like chewed macaroni and tea leaves. And it was said to have a particularly awful smell to it. During the second part of the exorcism, Father Reisinger demanded the name of the demon who had been tormenting Anna. The voice that came from Anna was not her voice, but instead the voices of the entities that were possessing her. The voices told Father Reisinger that Anna was being possessed by the demon Beelzebub, Judas, the disciple who had betrayed Jesus, and Anna's father, Jacob, and her Aunt Mina. 
Beelzebub is known as one of the seven princes of hell, and he has also been called the Lord of the Flies. It's said that Anna was plagued with horrible smells and would actually encounter swarms of flies, and this was known as being a true sign of the presence of the demon Beelzebub. One of the other entities that was possessing Anna was Judas. And Judas was one of Jesus's 12 apostles and ultimately was the reason for Jesus's arrest and execution. It's said that Judas was there to try forcing Anna to commit suicide. During this exorcism, the demons did threaten Father Reisinger and told him that he needed to withdraw permission for the exorcism or else. Just a few days later, Father Steiger crashed his car, but luckily he did survive. During the final part of the exorcism, Anna claimed to see horrendous fights between what she believed to be angels and demons. Witnesses say that as Father Reisinger commanded the demons to leave Anna's body, Anna levitated above her bed before collapsing back into her bed and exclaiming, quote, my Jesus, mercy, praise be Jesus Christ, unquote. During the final parts of the exorcism, Father Reisinger said he could see Lucifer, the devil himself, and the demon Beelzebub standing next to each other near Anna, surrounded by flames. Father Reisinger described Lucifer as being tall with matted black hair, and he said he wore a crown and held a fiery sword. Unfortunately, little is known about Anna Eklund after she was freed of her demonic possession, but we do know that months later she did return to give thanks to those who helped her at the parish. Anna died in July of 1941 at the age of 59. Regardless of what you believe, the events of Anna's life were horrendous, and we can only hope she went on to live a peaceful life. And that, and that is all for the story of Anna Eklund. Thanks so much for listening. I am very excited to be doing this podcast and sharing these stories with everybody. I initially planned on posting videos on Mondays. Um, so as of right now, that's what we can expect. If you like the podcast, please rate, share it with your friends, or leave a review. I appreciate everybody and stay spooky.